Welcome to best song ever already. Uh, I'm your illustrious host, Luke, and look who decided to show his face. You got some nerve, buddy. It's Kevin Connor. Hello. I just want to say I love this energy. I'm into it. I don't know what I did wrong, but uh, let's let's hash it out. You know, you know. Um, no, you uh, did nothing wrong. You're the number one boy in my heart. Uh, oh, I'm daddy's number one candy boy? Hell yeah. yeah. Exactly. And hey, let's not tarry any further because we just, we're ranking things, we're throwing numbers around. What do you got cooked up for us today, Kev? Let's get into it. Okay, Luke. So Spotify wrapped has become like a big year end event, at least for, mm-hmm. for us. I know mm-hmm. like a lot of my friends. Um, and, you know, Spotify, like any tech, tech platform, is just collecting data constantly but they at least give it back like they serve it up they take that data ingredients and you know turn it into a nice plate for us and uh i think it's fun i like to see what my spotify wrapped is for sure it's become increasingly known in the last couple months that the spotify wrapped data actually stops being collected at the end of october oh really yeah, so November and December kind of don't work towards it. Yeah, everyone was like, "That makes oh, sense." Go listen to your uh, all your embarrassing music like in November, December, That's and it true. also kind of makes sense why like there's often not Christmas music included because I know that like I play a lot of Christmas stuff around that time and probably listen to the same songs a bunch, but they never appear. There's not a lot of satanic hymns, and that's all I'm listening to around the holiday, and so that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, so as we record this podcast, we are not contributing to our data. We're just waiting. And while we're waiting, we figured we would look back at last year and then look forward and make some fun predictions about both our own, but also each other's Spotify wrapped. Yes. So we both went and found ours from last year. I'll start. So my top artists were Benet, number one, Carly Rae Jepsen, The Strokes, Dua Lipa, and Jesse Ware. Which, by the way, I think Kenny Beats has confirmed it's Benny. I think that's what he was calling her on the cave. So there you go. It's okay. You learned it on air. Yeah. Um, Big year for like female pop artists for me i think that was like very good yeah peak 2020 like i the world was awful so i was just like i want some good pop music you got your crjs your dls your j-dubs yes my top songs and this is like wild four benny tracks uh super lonely glitter and then do you think will last forever by caroline rose that was absolutely my favorite song of last year Nice. Um, Monster and Drifting. And I listened okay. to a grand total of 55,780 minutes. Uh, and am I, your top genre. Hip-hop. Which, I mean, like, top doesn't genre. make any appearance in my top songs. So I think there's a lot more variety <laughs> yeah, wait. in hip-hop. Whereas, like, the pop, I was, like, obsessed. That's interesting. Um yeah, though that your top genre is is not representing your top five, but who knows how this data gets aggregated? Yeah. Um. So Luke, what's yours? Because I'm I'm curious. Yeah. So mine from last year, my top artists were 
uh, Beastie Boys was number one, which was not a surprise to me because the documentary came out and I became obsessed and went through their whole discography. Uh, Yep. Then number two, Talking Heads, similar. Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott did the Talking Heads podcast. I listened to their whole discography, did a whole best of playlist. Then I had Namdi because he had a new album out last year and then just dug into all his stuff. Uh, Heim, I think that's mainly (laughs) that new album last year. I just Mm -hmm. listened to that new album endlessly. And then the 1975. So that was pretty, pretty on brand. I figured, uh, I feel like like Heim gamed the system by releasing three EPs and then an album of the same music, right? Like you, you just like all year were releasing singles and that like made it just constantly on the whole year. Um, also, so my, uh, my top songs, uh, so we got Now I'm In It from Heim, Fire by Waxahachie, which still, I still love that song so much, so that's yeah. a good one. Invisible String by Taylor Swift, um, The Steps by Heim, which I'm surprised, I thought that one would be one, because that is like my favorite one. Um, and then 3531, which is Childish Gambino. That little foot, big foot, get out the way. The catchiest song. Right. On that album. album did not like grab me like I wanted it to. Maybe I gotta revisit that because it's it, there's some good ones. Yeah, on there. but sometimes you gotta wait through a long intro to get to the good part. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So my minutes listened is a good twenty four thousand less than you, and I think that makes sense because, like last year, and I was sort of going through a hard time mentally, and. That, like, when I'm feeling sort of depressed, I sometimes don't want to listen to music because I feel like it gets me more in touch with my emotions that I'm already, like, dealing with. You feel too um, good. Yeah. And, like, this year I just really vowed to, like, listen to more. Um, So we'll see when we get to my predictions. I'm hoping my number's a lot higher because 31, it's pretty low for me um 31,000 though I mean it's still a lot of minutes but I'll tell you what I I don't know the number off the top of my head but I remember Annie's last year was like 70,000 it was insane really yeah she like in in like the pandemic just like kind of dropped podcasts like they just like did not do it for her uh yeah and I was like blown away by how much music (laughs) she had listened to I was like that's incredible um where my wife had uh only hamilton and taylor swift on her year end draft well so because <laughs> she you, never like, listens to spotify if you guys are are like hanging out like in your your home like in our in my apartment whatever are you the one driving the music like your yeah account? i'll usually put it on because here's the thing about kyle she has adhd and she cannot multitask in that way like i need to have something on when i'm working or doing like i have podcasts and music playing all day when i'm working but she likes to focus on what like that just distracts her so yeah Yeah. i'm definitely got it playing all the time but yeah so it's always funny to see her year end because she just doesn't use spotify either like sometimes she'll listen to things on like youtube or other ways but so hers will be interesting yeah but let's get into our predictions yeah uh should i give my prediction of what i think is going to be in yours this year yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, okay, we'll just, we're gonna we're gonna go loosey goosey. So I was struggling with this, and I was like, okay, who? Like, obviously, last year your number one was Phoebe Bridgers, and so I was like, okay, based on that, like, who would his number one be? Who have I heard Kevin talk about? 
a lot this year. And so I think my prediction, and I saw you listening to this today, so I was like, okay, I'm right on. Uh, I think Olivia Rodrigo will be in your top artists. And I think and I hope, I don't even know if this is a genre that's available, but I hope pop punk will be your top genre. That's a that's a absolute bullet to my heart. Like you absolutely got I I would imagine like I would not be surprised by that. Yeah. Um I also Because you were listening to Sum 41 today. Uh, well, I've got my yellow pop punk card. playlist I was in because I, I like I was kind of stressed about something, so I was like, I'm just going to, I need something familiar. And I was like, pop punk. And I hit play and just let that go. I also listened to, as you pointed out, the Godzilla soundtrack. Yes. Which, um, you know what? I've been listening to a lot uh, in the pop punk vein. Sorry, we'll get back to our predictions. But uh, quick sidebar, because I was recently saying how uh, Blink-182's best song is Adam's song. um, And then NPR wrote a thing about it. And I was like, and they did a like little podcast clip and so i was listening to that they interviewed like someone who was sort of like uh struggling with suicide like they were thinking about it and the song like kind of helped them not and uh which is weird because it is like people were saying it was too like suicidey at the time but anyway uh they interviewed mark hoppus too and he talked about how he changes the lyrics in the last one to make it more forward-facing Whereas in the first two, like looking towards the future and actually envisioning a life for yourself. Um, so it's a really powerful song. And I've just been playing it and listening to it a lot. Um, but I noticed with the melody of that and the Sum 41 song is like, I'm listening to old Sum 41. I'm like, this is just so poppy. And we thought it was like they wrapped it in a punk veneer and so we're like oh this is punk and it's like no it's just pop it's just so poppy if you change it's major chords like it would just be so poppy yeah so it's great i think i like pop punk like can hang out with pop but punk wouldn't want to hang out with pop punk exactly that's the best way to put it yeah (laughs) all right luke i got a prediction for you yes so you're Rap last year had a lot more of like your favorites, the bands you listen to over and over again versus like new stuff. Yeah, which I usually get one or two of those every year. At and least. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a threefer. I think you're gonna get two of these three. Okay, I'm excited. Let's we're see. Go- we're gonna see Mountain Goats. Oh, the National or Neutral Milk Hotel, like. Those, oh. like, absolute classics that, like, I know that you keep very close to you, like, are going to make an appearance. Shoot. Well, I think you might be wrong, actually. But I, we'll see. Yeah, like, that's, because this is tough. Y- you did just name three of my favorite bands of all time. So it's like, you're not too far off. Here's the thing, though. Mountain Goats is the most likely because they had an album out this year. I agree. Um... But really, like, a couple years ago is when I did my deep Mountain Goats dive. So mm-hmm. I don't think I did that this year. So they might okay. not. Uh, Neutral Milk Hotel, I listened to a little this year just because I was making, like, my favorite songs playlist. And then and I, like we talked National, about them on the uh, yeah. on our favorite decade. So, like, I was, what, was right. like, maybe that kicked you into that. And like, I definitely listened to some National for that and for my Halloween one or whatever. Yeah, I think whatever I put Cherry Tree on. Um so we'll see. I'll be interested to see. But um, could I give you my predictions of who I think will be 
in my top artists. Yeah. So I'm surprised because I thought you would have picked this one. Number one with the bullets going to be baby Keen, baby. <laughs> like that's oh, just yeah. like fed the majority of my listening right up there next to him. Me Rex, obviously those ones were easy. Cause I'm like, those are the new albums that I listen to constantly. Those are probably going to show up just numbers wise, but the you were on the right track with my some of my favorites that I deep dived on. They were just different ones, and I think this year is going to be Sparks because of the Sparks Brothers screening. Uh, I did a best of. I gotcha. <laughs> How could I not think of that? Well, you forget. You know, it was a whole year. You're not going to remember every fucking yeah. artist I listened to. But yeah, so definitely Sparks will show up. Another surprising one, uh, actually these last two are because of Baby Keem, but I listened to a lot of Serpent with Feet's old stuff, so... I um, gotta say, that was my next one! <laughs> well, I literally was like, oh, it's definitely gonna be Serpent with Feet, because he's got something out, what, last week? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah I didn't even listen to that yet, but he had uh, Deacon, the album out, which is in my top ten currently. Uh, also... Uh, his song Redemption is sampled on Baby Keem's song Scapegoats. And so when that came out, I went back to that first EP from Serpent With Feet and I listened to those four songs. And they're incredible. I And I want to listen to some of his uh, first album too because I haven't listened to much of that. But yeah, I'm hoping Serpent is on there. Um, and then last, obviously related to Baby Keem, but... Uh, literally, because it's his cousin, but Kendrick, Kendrick. Lamar. Yep. I started going through and doing a best of of him too, and I need to finish it. But uh, I'm I'm thinking that might show up on there too. I wonder how accurate it will be because I've always kind of like thought about what my uh, mine will be, and I've yeah. always been really incorrect. Um, I do think this might be my number one artist because this album really got its hooks in me. Yeah, what is it? I think it might be Doja Cat. <gasps> the Dogemeister? The the cat herself. I that album rules. I was writing up my uh my top ten list, like the the little blurb I'm gonna do for it. And that album ended up like getting put on a lot when like it was my default. Like I was like, I don't know what to listen to. Like, oh hell yeah, Doja Cat. And I think, and this is a more alarming prediction, I think because of Doja Cat, Carly Rae Jepsen may not make an appearance. Oh, wow. Who has been in my top, like, five for two or three years. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Doja Cat's coming for CRJ. There's yeah. a new sheriff in town. It's big. I Like my last year, like, it's very pop forward, even though I listen to a lot of other stuff. I think that stuff kind of rises to the top, just because it, yeah. it is so repeatable. Yeah, that Doja Cat album's super good. I love getting to it. Yeah, I'm assuming it's all over your TikTok feed too. <laughs> yes. Well, that that like album has five different TikTok sounds throughout oh, yeah. it. I mean, it's then it's, there's Kiss Me More too. Yeah. yeah. The little uh, hand flip thing from Kiss yep. Me More. That's, yeah. Uh, it's living I know. I'll living in my I'll, head. Uh, occasionally hear from kyle's phone over on the other side of the couch like get into it yeah and i start like dancing and she just like rolls her eyes she's sick of it <laughs> <laughs> i know i uh i've said it on this podcast already this year but tiktok's really changed music like how it is 
consumed and blows Very up. Very much so. And just, it's, I mean, it's cool. Like, I I hear a lot of stuff I wouldn't notice, and then I'm like, what is that? And I find an artist that I've never listened to before. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. I heard for the first time because of driver's license on TikTok. And then I was like, oh, yeah, her. I'll check her album out. And, like, it blew me away. And I think you're right. It might be in my top five, like, of I, Raft. I think this was the year. Uh, if there was a theme of our podcast for the year, it was us trying to wrap our heads around TikTok. <laughs> and we started the year being like, oh, yeah, our significant others are into it. or not really. To you and our other friends getting fully hooked yes. to me dipping my toe and very much enjoying it. But then we had that whole discussion about, you know, how it does give this second life to some music like Mountain Goats. And so it is this uh, cool new way to consume music. And I think people are taking advantage of that. I just feel like there's a lot of things you can do with that. Just the way people consume music now. Um one thing, like, I mean, Me Rex, that's a new interesting format uh, that's, like, consuming music in a different way than just song, album. And we might talk about something that's doing it in an interesting way in Shouts, too. But I want to hear the rest of your predictions first, Kev. Um, okay, so Doja in, CRJ out. I This Got is it. kind of disappointing to me, but... It makes sense. I think my time is going to be down. Yeah. I think 55,000 minutes was a lot. Yeah. Um, I went really big on podcasts this year. Like, I had a lot of time where I could, like, play some games, listen to some podcasts. Um, so, I think balance. my number will be down. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd be surprised if it was under 40. I'd also, like, I, w- I truthfully wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, 60. Because I listened to a ton of stuff yeah you do listen a lot still yeah i like i'm making the prediction very much knowing i might be way off yeah um and that's why i'm not putting money on this and like i said i'm hoping mine is uh 60 plus that's the number i'm going with because last year it was 31 that's too low for a gentleman such as myself uh I want to do be be doing more than that for me personal. That's my personal goal. So, hopefully, uh, I'll crack that sixty. Maybe I could even make Annie status and get up to seventy, because um, I did listen to a lot this year. And you know, just that balance. I feel like I listen to a lot more music than podcasts at times, but I still got to get my potties in there every every week. You know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, what about your top Sean? You thinking it's going to be pop punk? Did I hit the nail on the head? Maybe. See, I like, I don't know. I think that hip hop wouldn't be surprising because I feel like that's, yeah, that's just like a genre that, like I said, I listen to such a broad, like amount that no one hip hop artist like cracks that top five. But if it if it was pop, I wouldn't be surprised. Like if it was pop punk, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of time where like I just am like playing Taylor Swift on the TV because Annie, I asked any requests and she said Taylor Swift. Um, there you go. So I maybe Taylor Swift would be in my top five. Yeah. Like that wouldn't Taylor be... might show up in there considering like she had two late year albums last year. That's like, true. If they're counting last November and December. That might change things. I don't think they are counted. 
really? Like, yeah. Do they I, just start Janduoct? There's not, like, definitive information. I just... It's it's alleged that it stops after October. One of us is going to have to go undercover, get a job at Spotify, and get a look into the process what and I'll, then report back. What I'll do is I'm going to play a song on repeat for the next month and a half. <laughs> And I'll see if it shows up in my data. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think my genre, top genre, might be hip hop, just because I feel like there was a lot of really great hip hop out this this fall, especially, but throughout the year, and because I had my cousin over there uh, making that giant mega mix of hip hop, that helped out a lot. And then getting into like artists like Keem and cream maxo cream and Keem like and cream Keem and cream the law firm of Keem and cream uh just kept kept the hits coming this whole fall and uh yeah so i'm hoping that's my top one because i feel like i listened to a lot more uh and tried to like seek out more hip-hop artists this year than i have in the past but like you say it's like hip-hop's genre and it's subgenres. Like its subgenres hold a bunch of different styles in it. Like trap is you think you hear trap, you think like Migos and like the like mainstream pop shit, but like that in itself has like a bunch of different styles within it. Uh so yeah, it's tough to you know, genres are taken with a grain of salt. But there you go. I think that one will be my top. And that's it. I think we wrapped ourselves. We did it. That's a wrap on Kevin and Luke's Spotify wrapped predictions. All right. Well, now that we've wrapped that up, why don't we unwrap the music we've been loving and talk about it in our touts? Touts. All right. Well, first up, got this one hot off the presses. Just listened to it today. It's Xenia Rubinos with Una Rosa. Uh, she has this is her third album in her past two been super cool like indie rock pop experimental doing all sorts of different styles and interesting things uh and this one is no exception lots of cool synths and melodies on there then we got amy mann with queens of the summer hotel love amy mann one of my favorite singer songwriters uh this is 15 songs based on girl interrupted super good orchestrated like folk rock then we got jpeg mafia with lp exclamation point kev i'm sure you heard about the interesting story behind this how the album on spotify is not the album he wanted to make and there's like some samples that weren't cleared did you realize that tk is on a song and she's not credited on spotify no i didn't but that's exciting which song um let me bring it up here but it's it's a crime because her song, the song that she's on, which is the ghost of ranking dread. Uh, Ooh, Luke, <laughs> spooky season's over. Yeah, I know. These all just have exclamation points. So, uh, But yeah, she's on that song. And Hazard Duty Pay and God Don't Like Ugly are not on Spotify, which is a shame. Because Hazard Duty Pay is my favorite one. But uh Go listen to that on his band camp if you want to check that out. Um, then The War on Drugs, I Don't Live Here Anymore. I know you were liking this one too, Kev. That's Great album. beautiful emotional shit right there. You know who he was married to? No. Kristen Ritter. 
from Jessica no, Jones. No shit. Yeah. And um, so I think maybe some of these songs are about their like separation. I'm not sure. But um, but yeah, that is a beautiful album. Good song featuring Lucius, which is awesome. Uh, Kyle says he's a bit of a Springsteen ripoff, but I think he's more, so much more than that. Yeah, I mean, we've heard him do other stuff prior to this album. Yeah. Having said that, this album is very Springsteen-y. It is, but I love it. Yeah. I think that's kind of his, you know, that's kind of his style. Yeah. His hey, I listen, it's great to be able to support uh, the War on Drugs and... Uh, oh, know, boy. Not, not, <laughs> no, no, no. This is the good War on Drugs. <laughs> the good one. There's a bad war on drugs. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, then last up, Kev, if you haven't listened to this, you need to immediately. Uh, Big Sean, Detroit's own Big Sean and Hit Boy with the What You Expect EP. Uh, super good. Hit Boy is one of my favorite producers. Chauncey Hollis Jr. That's his real, that's his given name. Uh, and that EP is awesome. Has the song with babyface ray and 42 doug three detroit rappers on that song so that's super cool are you are you big on big sean luke i'm not huge on big sean that's the thing is like he would certainly not be in like my top five but i think he every album that comes out i'm like this is not my favorite but it's cool and i think he's good at what he does yeah i feel the same way like i i like feel like i should I feel like I should dig deeper. Yeah. Um, I mean, I listen to all his new albums, and, like, he's great. I mean, like, there's no question in my mind that he's an amazing rapper. I just don't know that I'd put him at the tippy top of my list. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're going to have me pick my favorite Detroit rapper, it's going to be Danny Brown, baby. Um, although, although, actually, that might change this year. Uh, but we'll talk about that next episode. Luke's, Luke's just found this new writer. It's called Eminem. <laughs> I'm like, who's this Marshall Mathers fellow? Uh, no, we'll talk about it next episode. I got a great Detroit rapper that I'm going to play. Um, so that's a tease. Ooh. And that tease will end my touts. I've got a few this week. Uh, I've been going through my playlist of albums I've been meaning to check out. I will continue to do this until the end mm-hmm. of time. Because I'm pretty sure it added more than I subtracted this week. Um, oh. So, uh, this is my purgatory. I don't <laughs> hate it, but it just it will go on forever. Sisyphusian hell. Yes. Uh, but I've, I'm... Apologies to this artist. But I'm really digging Chloe Pilgag. Uh, yeah. With Notre Dame de Sept de Lures. I... It's... It's a great album from last year. It's really, like, rich and kind of classical pop Yeah. Like, it's it's really interesting. I, I put it on was kind of blown away by, by what I was hearing. Um, yeah. It it's, was really cool. Yeah. I, I want to I find more. Like, I, 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 I really just enjoyed it, surprisingly. Like, it was a standout. It's one of those albums where you find out it was from last year, like, damn it. Like, this might have yeah, been my list yeah. had I known. Uh, snail mail with Valentine. Yes, really have always liked snail mail. Loved her last album, and this one is a solid sophomore effort. I think the yeah. title track rules so hard, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that one may have been 
one of my favorites um, on the album. But I yeah. want to listen to that more because I was like, oh, this one's really good. This one's really good. But I've only listened to it once, so I need to revisit that for sure. The uh, title track, Valentine, is the first song on the album. So I've, I've started oh, yeah, there one. and then like let it play. And then it'll start over with that song. And I've probably yeah. let that song play before moving on three or four times because it's just that good. I saw Charlie Bliss was saying it was insanely good on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I definitely need to listen. Charlie Bliss is telling me to listen. I have a weird tout, Luke. What you got? Why is it weird? It is the soundtrack to the video game Forza Horizon 5. Nothing weird about that. Uh, this is a racing game from Microsoft. It came out this week. It's very good. Getting weirder. Been enjoying it. <laughs> no, but I like. I think for me at least, video game soundtracks as a kid that like had licensed music were really influential. Um, yeah. I remember playing the Burnout games, and like that's where a lot of my pop punk uh, fandom came <laughs> from. I know a lot of people have like very fond memories of Grand Theft Auto and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Right, right. So I guess my tout is uh, go on Spotify and search your favorite childhood video game soundtrack, because I almost guarantee someone has put a playlist together. Yeah. Uh, and just jam. It, like It is going to be a great nostalgia trip. And sure. uh, and if you want to listen to some new stuff, Luke, I'm going to give you some artists. I've only played for a few hours, but I've already heard all these people in Forza Horizon 5. Nice. Lil Nas X, Dua okay. Lipa, Porter okay. Robinson, mm. Foo Fighters, oh. Remy Wolf, Glass ah. Animals, Hot mm. Chip, Jungle, uh. and Ooh. I found two artists I've never heard of that I really liked. Deluxe, D-E space L-U-X. And Diamante Electrico. Uh, I've saved music of theirs to my library. So just, like, it's a game where you get to drive around the deserts of Mexico in beautiful cars. Uh, Check it out. That's fun. Yeah. We've already talked about my favorite video game soundtrack from when I was a kid. Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest. Your standard for electro music. (laughs) Yep. Is that the end of your touts? That is the end of my touts, Luke. Well, then why don't we take a little hop, skip, and a jump on over to the music we're excited for that's coming out this week in Shouts. Big week. Lots of prominent artists releasing music. I'm going to just take a crack at these in some random order because no one gets top billing in (laughs) uh, in this lineup. We have Silk Sonic, the Anderson Pack. Bruno Mars duo long awaited. Yeah. This album has been delayed for quite a while. And like, I, I am not sure that the rollout has done it any favors. Um, yeah, because it kind of had some momentum and lost it, but I think it's going to be a great album. Yeah. And it's going to be Bruno and Anderson pack. It's going to be a winner. Yeah. So that's an evening with silk Sonic. We also have Taylor Swift with red Taylor's version. Uh, this was like my entry to Taylor Swift back in the day. Yeah. I really wasn't a fan of hers, but Red was definitely her more pop. That's when project. she turned pop with "I Know You Were Trouble When You Walked mm-hmm. In," and uh, and what's the? There's one other one that's really good. Why can't I think of it? Red. I was it's, gonna say blank page, but that's 1989. 
Oh my god! It's I don't just, remember. It's I searched red and I'm being fed a bunch of red hot chili peppers. Def scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. Come to the that the things in my life Dude, I heard that song on Kyle's TikTok feed, "Snow Heyo," and I was like, "Fuck yes! I love this song. I forgot about it." Yeah, I unabashedly love red hot chili peppers. But anyway, <laughs> we are never ever getting back together. Another absolute That's banger. What it is? That's yeah, the yeah. other one. That they're both huge. So and huge. like. Red is big. There's a lot of big songs. I'm excited yeah. to hear, you know, her new takes on them. I think her uh, fearless Taylor's version was really cool because it was music I definitely wouldn't have listened to in the past a lot, but with an updated vocal performance and and yeah, it's cool. It's it's a really cool project. Yeah. Like I wish it came from better circumstances of her re-releasing her albums, but it is what, what you gonna do? Yeah. We have Courtney Barnett. Things take time. Take time. CB baby. Yep, love to see it. That's a that's that might be. Is that, is that going to be a sleeper like under your pick? Maybe. I, I um, said I needed something to fuck my list up. It did, there's many potential list fuckers on this playlist for sure. This is like a big week that's got me a little worried. Um, yeah, because you're locked in. You you did it too. Early. I am, but also I've been switching mine around constantly, so I'm like nothing's too precious. I can change it all. Um, but do you think that title is? Wait, what is it? Things take, things take time. time. Take time. So do you think she's saying things take time? So take some time for yourself, or is it like things take time? Take time. Like you're I just think- repeating. It's the album is called Things Take Time, and she was saying that in the studio, and she was like completed her sentence, and then was telling the the audio booth that it was time to record, and she said, "Okay, yeah, take time, take time, yeah." yeah. Oh, then she was like, "Take time." Oh, that's probably it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how many famous <laughs> artists start their <laughs> recording. Take time. You can hear it on a lot of the Beatles albums, where uh, you can yes. hear Paul. That's going to be Ringo, in the George go take new, time. Uh, that new Peter Jackson documentary. There's a lot of that in there. That I don't know how footage. Peter Jackson is going to make a better documentary than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Kevin, that was fiction. Shh. Moving on. Beach House <laughs> just announced this week. We have yes. uh, Once Twice Melody, Chapter One. This is that was the one. Yeah, that was the one I'm talking about, like doing music, just doing it in a different way where they're doing the chapters and then they'll release the whole thing. Just as a new interesting take on the release schedule yeah that uh that kind of took the world by storm when it came the announcement was out so i'm very excited for that and i like just insane that this is the fifth one i've got because he's a goat in himself uh Mm. damon albarn the nearer the fountain more pure the stream flows beautiful long title i didn't realize he was also a goat um it, well, in an animated sense. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, love me some Damie. Yeah, stellar lineup of albums this week. We'll be listening to music all day Friday. Let me add some to your list. Pile uh, them on. This one is a very likely list fucker. Uh, we got Idols with Crawler. That is a band who is like a post-punk band, but the album is produced by Kenny Beats. So very interested in that. Um, Ooh. yeah, I have no idea what that's going to be like. I don't know if there's singles out cause I haven't heard any, so I'm going in cold. 
Then I got a couple amazing artists that I played on the podcast. The Dodos with Grizzly Peak had that great song, Annie, named after your fiance and my and cat. And your cat, yep. Yep. Um, and uh, so I'm excited that the world will be able to hear that now. Um, same with Land of Talk, Calming Night Partner. Just played that on the last episode. I'm really Very excited for that. Yeah. I went back and listened to Land of Talk's last album. Nice. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's Not as good. much as that single you played, so I'm excited to hear more of that. That's what I'm like. It's it's the signature style, but also going in some new territory, so it's interesting. Sign me up. Um, then he was on my top artist last year, Namdi, with the Are You Happy EP, which those he's released a few singles, and they've all been really cool and different. So Namdi's always up to some cool shit. But this stuff actually sounds a little more like his old stuff, a little looser and fun, Mm. some of it. But then some of it is not, and it's in a whole new direction. So it's just interesting. Um, Then John Hopkins, not Johns Hopkins, different. Uh, This guy makes electronic music. But he does have music for psychedelic therapy, which maybe you could get at Johns Hopkins, the school. I don't know. Uh, uh, Now I'm confused. (laughs) well let's just move on to they might be giants with book i think they got confused they think their album is a book when it's actually an album but still i'll listen to it all right luke i have a question and if if this if this is an embarrassing question i'm gonna cut it no one will ever hear it is they might be giants ska um i mean they've done a lot they yeah. definitely did a bit of like a pop punky. I mean, the Malcolm in the Middle theme song for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, um, are they ska? Like, they feel at least ska adjacent. They are definitely <laughs> ska adjacent. Um, but I, you know, I'm gonna have to listen to hear if they had horns. But you know what? Istanbul was Constantinople had some horns, but I don't know how sky they were. But yeah, I think they are definitely if um. If that song isn't ska, like it is the spirit of ska. Yeah, you know for sure. It's definitely got the ska spirit. They're either like ska adjacent or scangential. Um, so yeah, Fuck. they're in there somewhere. <laughs> My brain again. <laughs> and that's all I got for shouts. So I mean, what more do you need? That's quite a list here. I'm so, I, my brain hurts. Busy. I need my dad, Luke. Can you help me out? Yeah, I'll give uh, our three daddies a call and have them give you the old cranium rub. First up, we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Uh, head over to planetant.com, check out all the great shows there, uh, and go to planetant.com slash best song ever to join our Discord and get great music recommendations. Uh, there's a fun conversation about Godzilla, the album. So that's the kind of things you can uh, get in on there. Tragically, mostly removed from Spotify. <laughs> yes. That, Ju- uh, justice for Godzilla. <laughs> J for G. We'll get it going. And then offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Uh, like I keep saying, look out for uh, my cousin, Brian. We talked about his hip hop, uh credentials and so check out his hip-hop column bar none which will be coming out on off shelf very soon so that's gonna do it for us this week as always i'm luke leben saying you better check your perspective and i'm kevin connor saying go ahead chase those waterfalls this is best song ever
been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.